The coronavirus pandemic is here and we'll help guide you through it. The news about COVID-19 is changing daily. Keeping up to date each morning with developments, this podcast will give you our latest news and some ideas of what to expect moving forward. Daily at herald-review.com. Hello, this is Annalisa Trofimuk, a government reporter with the Herald and Review. Before we get started today, I just want to let you guys know that I have been having some computer issues lately, which have prevented me from getting a podcast up every single day, but I'm getting it worked out and will hopefully have it all figured out soon. Thanks so much for being patient with me in the meantime. In today's podcast, you will hear how local governments are restructuring their meetings to fit with state and federal orders related to the pandemic. We have updates on the Fairhaven Senior Living Facility in Decatur, and we will go over the latest case numbers statewide and locally. You can find the reporting mentioned today in the print editions of the Herald and Review and online at herald-review.com. We have dropped the paywall on all coronavirus content, so it is free to read. Today's resource highlight is the list of Central Illinois cancellations, which covers everything like meetings, events, church services, schools, and more. This is not specific to Decatur. It is a helpful tool for all Central Illinois residents. It is regularly updated on our website. We have two Decatur Public Schools updates for you. The first is that the district will end daily robocalls to parents, students, and staff. Editor Scott Perry reports Decatur Public Schools announced that after Monday's call, it is suspending its daily phone check-in with students and staff, instead using the system only when there is vital information to be shared. The second DPS update is that the district will vote tonight on a $40,000 grant from the Macon County Community Foundation. The grant would go toward replenishing the district's iPad supply, which is a continuous need, especially when students are participating in e-learning during Pritzker's stay-at-home order. Now, they're voting on this during a board meeting this evening. It is closed to the public. However, the media is allowed in. We will have it on Facebook Live. The district, I believe, is going to have it on Facebook Live, so you can check that out on our website. In other Decatur area news, I wrote a story about how local governments are adjusting their meetings and other functions to comply with orders related to COVID-19. There are details about what the Decatur City Council is doing as far as how their meetings are operating. Governor J.B. Pritzker, as part of his disaster proclamation, loosened some of the rules in the Open Meetings Act regarding public comment. City Manager Scott Wrighton said the governor's order asks local governments to schedule action on items that need action and to postpone action on items that can wait because they are less time sensitive. We are taking this into consideration in the development of agendas, Wrighton said. I also include in this story the Macon County Board, Decatur Public Schools, Decatur Township, Long Creek Township, and others. Several have leaned on technology to continue their meetings, and some have just canceled altogether, but you can read more about this online. For State News, Editor Chris Coates reports the Illinois Department of Public Health announced 1,173 new cases of coronavirus disease in Illinois, including 74 additional deaths on Monday. Johnson County is now reporting a case. Currently, state health officials are reporting a total of 22,025 cases, including 794 deaths in 87 counties in Illinois. The age of cases ranges from younger than 1 to older than 100 years old. 
In Macon County, Editor Allison Petty reports two more residents have died of COVID-19, officials said Monday, while the number of confirmed cases at Fairhaven Senior Living continued to grow. The people who died, a man in his 80s and a woman in her 70s, were also residents of Fairhaven's, according to the county's Joint Crisis Communications Team. They were the second and third Macon County residents to die of the disease, which has been confirmed in 31 people associated with the Fair Havens facility at 1790 South Fairview Avenue. Residents of the facility make up the majority of the county's confirmed cases, which were at 42 as of Monday afternoon. The first Macon County resident who has died from the virus, a man in his 80s, whose death was announced on April 7th, lived at the facility before he was hospitalized. And we're going to keep following um, this story and, and keep updating you on Fairhaven Senior Living Facility. If anyone has any information they want to share, they can email us at decnews at lee.net. That's D-E-C news at lee, L-E-E, dot net. Okay, so those are all of our updates for you today. Thank you so much for listening. And if you already subscribed, thank you so much for your continued support. If you haven't subscribed already, you can check out one of our options. Uh, I believe right now an online subscription is only $3 for three months. Thank you so much again for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.